Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon with Logan Daniel and DJ Barker, as well as Kelly Lynn Scalise. Yep. Uh, we've been talking about the financial markets and, you know, how things have looked really weird this week, especially in retail. Uh, pricing is getting back to in line with where it makes sense, at least to me. Maybe not to you, DJ. Mm. I don't know what makes sense to you. Not much. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a crazy world up there. There you go. Kelly Lynn, where are we going to go next? Actually, we have uh, we have Lee, a listener who wrote, wrote in this week. Um, age 70. He's retired. He says, um, well, he says, I'm 70, and since I retired about two years ago, I started taking uh, an interest in my portfolio. I basically follow some standard guidelines, 60 stocks, 40 bonds. I assume 2% inflation since that's the Fed's target. Sure. Um, I also assume that my average long-term return will be about 13 to 15%, you know, looking at the past 10 years. Mm, you, right see, you see where this is going. Yeah. I also use an S&P index fund, you know, so he's kind of indexing, which, mm. which is fine. Sure. Um, I also stay under a 4% withdrawal, withdrawal, wait, I can never say that withdrawal word. Withdrawal rate. I know. Like, I had no idea. Uh, my portfolio is around uh, $2.5 million. I spend about 70000 a year. But this is killing me. I've lost 17% on my stocks. Yeah, yeah. My bonds are in the tank. Inflation is 8.5. Yeah, yeah. And he's like yeah. pretty sure. I mean, he's like panicking. He's like, I'm pretty sure. I'm just gonna watch it fall apart. Nothing is safe. You yeah, know? That so this when, when, you know, when, yeah. when people use that many exclamation points, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Troy, we gotta, we gotta yeah, talk about situation. this situation. So, uh, I mean, there, there's a lot there. Yeah. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, uh, you know, I think the sixty forty is nothing we would ever do. That's kind of a rule of thumb. It is a rule of thumb, and, and I see why he follows it. Sure, he's doing it by yourself. Yeah, you read, and that's the that's, kind of things you run into. And it's yeah. probably not the worst, but no. it's not. Well, he's put some thought into it. He clearly. has put some thought, yeah. but it's not custom. Well, and, yeah, and, and the allocation can change every year. I mean, as as you get older, it right. might start at a sixty forty, but you might pair it back to 50-50 or you might give me more aggressive. Uh, well, and and really it should be based, you know, the way we f- do financial planning, the only fixed income you need is what you need to spend in the next 10 years. Now, him at 70, I assume he's, you know, he's retired, so yeah. uh, he is going to be dipping into his assets. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Assuming he doesn't have a, a pension, you know, there right. are people that have a, a defined benefit Pension, so they're mm-hmm. getting paid yep. a certain amount, and maybe you don't Social need to dip security, in as much. Maybe, yeah, sure. Yeah. But all those details, I mean, you yeah. guys do financial planning all the time, and and uh, really the sixty forty, you throw that out the window because, it, I mean, you might not have enough assets to to get you much beyond ten years, and if that be the case, and you're going to be way more than forty percent in fixed income. I mean, it it all depends on your spending and. Yeah your assets mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with a 60 40 the 60 40 is kind of a uh you know it's it's a balance between return and risk management yeah and you know maybe it does make sense if you look long term there's a lot of academic papers that have been done just trying to determine this but why wouldn't you put all of your assets to work growing your wealth if in fact you didn't need 
money from your assets. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Spending the spending figure is much more important than the total account balance. And right. I think most people come to us asking about what's the number I need to have to retire. Yep. We've got clients that have three hundred thousand dollars and are retired. They live and spend comfortably, and right. that's fine. They only need that in their portfolio. Yep. Sure. We have clients with much more that we're telling them they're probably going to have to go back to work because of right. the amount that they pull. Their yeah. spending is too much. Right. They're asking the portfolio to do too much. Sure. So I think changing your thought process to say, all right, well, I have two and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. That should be enough for this. Well, all right, first start with your spending. Right. What's the spend need from the portfolio? How much other incomes and what are the other income sources that you have coming into the portfolio to help with that? And then we can kind of back into what the allocation should look like. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, just uh, one, one of the other pieces that I absolutely love with the Hensler financial uh, financial planning is it tells you your max spending as well. Yeah, you, you yep. get what you current spend and what you could spend right. as a maximum number. And, and um, sometimes you run across somebody that's spending more than that maximized. We yeah, do. Or, or right at the max and that's yeah, another it, that's another conversation. That's a, right. Uh, how to change your spending habits to reduce that is a big sure. one. Well, what about I mean, is inflation target at 2%? Well, the Fed's inflation target truly is 2%. Is 2%. 2%. But if you look last month, 8.3% was yeah. what CPI yeah. came in. Yeah. And do you think the uh, long-term average of 13 to 15% with a 60-40, that's probably a little stretch, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I, I, and and the thing is, especially yes. with a 60-40, 13 to 15%, I mean, we were like at 13.5% over the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. But think with, about with what equities. happened. Yeah, yeah think, think of what happened. Oh, equities only, you're right, mm-hmm. Logan. And, and the fixed income piece, I, you know, you were struggling to get more than 1% for a long period of time during that. Uh, you can get a little more now, but in reality, you know, you're, you're looking at uh, rising interest rates, which should help you on the fixed income side, but yep. it costs dearly on the equity side. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you see it, 17.5%. If you go over long periods of time, back to mm-hmm. 1925, you can see the average is somewhere around 10.5% annualized return on a 10-year rolling average basis. So so he needed to look a lot longer than of the course, last 10 years. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's the mistake made there. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, so it sounds like maybe what we need to do here is he needs to just kind of lower that expectation a bit. That's one. Yes. You know, yeah. I think he's you know also looking at the way we do fixed incomes. So I think it's important to, we all have our different philosophies. Hensler, we like the 10-year rule. Right. If you like the idea of a 60-40, then you're going to need to plan based off that in good times and bad. Mm. You have to trust your portfolio, whatever that may look like, in good times and bad. So if you trust that 60-40, then fine. How can we improve that? Laddering your CDs, right? Sure. Or fixed income. So right. you know, mm-hmm. if you want to touch base on this, I mean, I think it's, you know, you define, let's just assume whatever that, you know, 40% of fixed income is, you know, try not to buy the, you know, mutual funds you know, some type of bond funds. You know, sure. try to buy the actual defined maturity, either CDs or treasuries. Treasuries yeah. right now are, I think, more attractive than our CD rates. It, it does lower risk to some degree because you know at least what your cash flows are going to be 
uh, you know, over time. Over time. You, you know the coupon's going to pay. Uh, that's assuming it doesn't default. So if you're going to do that, you need to make sure you're buying high quality. High quality. Mm-hmm. And so, holding to maturity. Yeah. And holding them to maturity. And we yeah. still don't recommend uh, corporate bonds, correct? Correct. At this yep. point, we're still, yeah. again, it's going to be FDIC insured CDs, municipals, general obligation, right. geo yeah, uh, municipals, and, and right. treasuries. Not even revenues in, in munis. Right. right. You know, and then when it comes to the allocation of the, the growth field, I mean, you know, that's, you know, okay, an S&P 500 index is fine, but again, you're, you know, you really have to look at those funds that you're using in that 60%. Um, you know, you can't buy, say, a, a life cycle fund because there's going to be a fixed income instrument included mm-hmm. in some of those funds. So right. you truly want to define the fixed income portion versus the growth portion yep. and then a, a well-diversified um, if it's an ETF or a stock or, or funds, a well-diversified growth allocation is going to be some, you know, mm-hmm. really what you're focusing on. Sure, and, yeah. And I mean, the S&P it, is, it, is diversified, it but is. if the market's down 20%, you're down 20%. But That's right. what so, about like a couple of years ago when the FANG stocks were all of the S&P? That's like, what was driving the, that, the that's growth. That's why the last 10 years has been 13 to that's okay. 15%. So, so yeah. while an index fund may is is not the worst, it's also not the best. That's correct. You you yeah. uh, What we prefer to do instead of just trying to participate with the market we also focus uh, pretty heavily on um you know asset protection mm-hmm. uh which is kind of managing the downside risk uh when you manage the downside risk basically what you're trying to do is make sure that in times like this you're not just totally falling apart and you can do that believe it or not with all equities mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know there's there's mm-hmm. uh things out there that you certain sectors we know utilities tend to hold up well during periods like this usually consumer stables and they have except for this week <laughs> uh and and uh health it's oh. going to be the things that people are going to buy no matter what the economic conditions and uh you know and that's that's where you really need to focus on your your equities and we hear a lot about it right now with energy our oh, clients yeah. did yeah. not like that we held Exxon and yeah, some of the oil companies ago. two years ago. But it's you never know when you're going to what's going to be up and down when. Right. But you know longevity. Mm-hmm. You're still going to be using fuels in your cars. That's correct. Yeah. For Regardless. Now. Yeah. For I now. mean, it's going to take a long time to get an infrastructure built to really maintain a, an yeah. electric vehicle supply. So right. don't necessarily hyper focus on one sector i mean mm-hmm. you really have to be diversified and you have mm-hmm. to be open to mm-hmm. a diversified portfolio and if you can't do that then you need to go and you need to have someone help you to right. take the emotion out of it yeah no doubt uh from basically the dawn of time energy has been one of those uh sectors that actually improves greatly while inflation is is ripping and that's what we're watching yeah. right mm-hmm. now and you know there will come an end to that uh energy makes up about three and a half or four percent of the overall s p 500 we're obviously about double that weight in our portfolios but it's it's uh you know been a going back to many conversations ago tactical move that's true yeah yep. that is it i listen well that's the thing you make <laughs> tactical changes not emotional and that's right. the big thing yeah you for the last two years you built this portfolio that you've got now that it's not working the way you planned it, okay, well, you have to make tactical changes. You can't go and say, well, I'm just going to buy an annuity. That's not a fix-all. You can't just go oh, to cash. Yeah. A panic mm-hmm. move is not 
a strategic yeah. move. Yeah. You're doing something in panic. You have yeah. to and really read right in right now. now. So. It sounds you like have it. to calm down a little bit. We have to redefine what the goals and objectives are, which we do every year with our clients. And that's what you need to do. You maybe yeah. just need to talk to someone about that diversification. You know, come off the, the ledge a little bit and yeah. let's have a conversation about right. it because panicking is not an answer. Yeah. Worst right. thing you can do is go to cash right now with yeah. the market. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's that not would be detrimental yeah. Yeah. to yeah. performance. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about that. You're locking in a yeah, loss of 8.3%. The inflation right. yep. it's gonna, is going to eat your, you know, it's going to eat your lunch. Your mm -hmm. asset um, purchasing power is going to be reduced by that amount. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Lynn, I love to run into folks like Lee yes. uh, who love to do it themselves. Yeah. The fact is, though, it takes a a lot of work and and a lot of thought and a lot of reading and you know it, you I mean he did it when he was retired well, so I you can know, see kudos it. to yeah. him no so. absolutely and and I think he's thought about the right things yeah. he just got some of the numbers wrong yes yeah. and his expectations are a bit too high all right mm -hmm. yep all right. Well, okay. what are we going to next? Well, coming up next, we've got uh, some listener questions that we're going to tackle. One specifically on some uh, cybersecurity companies. So you're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.